0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is. Is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Yeah, so Pastor Rodney and his wife was there, his daughter was there, and her daughter's husband, and they have five kids. They actually had a... A baby who was born two days after william and this baby looked like she was two months younger than william he's really advancing quickly folks but anyway pastor rodney he starts kind of feeling me out i can tell when people are feeling me out i'm feeling them out we're sitting there just feeling each other you know but not in a uh, homosexual kind of way folks he's 75 way beyond uh way beyond my years no so we start talking and I I would assume Elena had told him that Maggie and I are not vaccinated and we have not jabbed up Willie G., As he starts talking about it, I said, oh, yeah, no, I'm not. And he told me a story about how his 95-year-old mother was just deadly afraid of COVID, and he hasn't seen her in two years. He's probably 70 to 75, and he said he hasn't seen her in two years. She won't let him come over because he's not vaccinated. And so we get in this conversation about how sad it was to see all of these people worldwide just sort of corralled into the vaccine lines and then um i started talking to him a little bit about the podcast and i was telling him why i am starting to think about uh going back to church and uh, i told him about uh dan golbach who was on the show if you want to listen to episode 115 he's been on several shows but 115 was really good and so i said to him I'm thinking about going back because we want to instill some, uh, you know, religious morality, civility, uh, sort of giving back to the community and Willie G. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm not a 100% believer. Uh, but over the last few years, I'm gravitating back towards that. And I think I have to live a little bit different of a life and uh, you know it's just something i'm thinking about personally i'm not here to like to push this on everyone i've said on this show i'm not pushing christianity i do believe in a god i believe in a creator i believe in mother nature i believe in the natural world okay i believe that all that stuff works in sync i'm not a believer that i am some god i'm going to transcend to be a god Uh, i'm more powerful than others and i should crush them and destroy them i don't believe in that i think that's what we're fighting against so we're talking about it i said i do this show We talk about technocracy, we talk about transhumanism, about solutions to try to work around this in your life, about respecting the natural world. And so I said, as I'm exploring all of this darkness all the time, I feel like I have to have a little bit of light in my life. And I said, I'm actually on this topic right now about this artificial intelligence this possibility of the rise of a, a personal jesus antichrist and i said i'd love to talk to you about it sometime and get your opinions on this as someone who has studied the bible for many years and so he said yeah oh i'd love to do that so i think that's going to be a fantastic conversation he's got this farm they raise goats there uh he he drinks goat milk and makes cheese and stuff like that. So really interesting guy it's really worth it And this is part of what I have talked about with you folks in my solutions plan, because this has come up on Twitter over the last 24 hours. Again, uh, people looking for solutions. And as I've said to you, solutions that I have to my problems or to reach my goals are going to be different than yours. Uh, I, I would assume most of us probably want similar things. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to the show. You wouldn't care about my point of view or my research into these topics. Uh, but at the end of the day, our goals are different. Each of us are going to be willing to tolerate certain levels of technocracy more than others. Okay, So when we write, my goal may be to escape to a desolate area in West Virginia, and your goal may be to just move out of a city into a more suburban area or into, you know, a rural area that meets the edge of a suburban area. See, so each of us are going to have different goals. Okay, so that's what I was talking to him about so he had served in the navy actually and he got really comfortable drinking i think goat milk and then when he came back he decided one day he was going to get goats and he wanted to have milk so that's how he did that that's what he went about so he had a goal and he eventually reached that goal the last few years he finally got his goat so you just have to start to think through you know what your realistic goals are where you want to be and how you're going to get there. And as I've said, people online are asking now uh, about solutions, and we're going to talk more about solutions. I'm going to get into some of that shortly, folks. So anyway, we do the church service. Fantastic. Greatest decision we made. And we go home It's about one o'clock in the afternoon and I got to start cooking because my sister and brother-in-law were coming over for Christmas dinner at our house because they hosted us, you know, with Willie G. They brought us food when Maggie was in labor. They did a lot of things for us. They were really good. My sister is very, very much a very supportive person. We may not agree on the vaccines and everything, but she's a good person and my brother-in-law is a really good person. And his parents are very nice people as well so i cooked dinner folks i cooked an array of stuff some crab macaroni and cheese some steaks we ate multiple courses i made a blue hubbard squash uh, maple syrup cayenne pepper soup and so we just ate until our bellies almost burst and then we opened some more presents that my sister brought over for willie g we had a couple things for them so it was great and then we just passed out folks and then this morning i got up And, of course, the collage I made my wife, that didn't end with this collage that made her cry. Now, she said, rearrange all of the wall art in the living room and find a prominent place to hang the collage. So I had to do that this morning. And then I really wanted to test out the mobile, the wild animal mobile I got, Willie. So I had to put the crib together, as I mentioned earlier. So I put the crib together and got that done. And then Willie was laying in the crib with the mobile on and he's laughing and smiling at the mobile so i broke out this handmade kermit the frog puppet i put together about seven eight years ago it was for a corporate event we were doing where my barack obama comedian impersonator had a kermit the frog puppet and he was talking to it i can't remember exactly what the sketch was but it was funny so i broke out the kermit the frog puppet i was testing it on willie and i was like hey willie it's me kermit the frog here and he just started laughing and he doesn't know what kermit the the frog is he hasn't even watched tv yet and so uh i said this is kermit the kermit the frog here i give him a kiss with the puppet and then i said um oh you look mighty delicious and i opened up the puppet and i pretend i was eating his face and he's just laughing so it was great and it inspired me i want to finish the kermit the frog puppet for those of you in the video audience of pain.tv slash gold i have one of them i had made several of these there's one kermit the frog puppet back there behind me the one that i used on him is a full length that goes down my arm and i was eventually going to build the body and i just never did it now i'm kind of inspired to finish that folks that's one of the things i used to do was make puppets both as a hobby and uh professionally so that is what um that is what i did today folks that was our christmas so we met a lot of really good people uh both between that independent church we went to on christmas eve and then the church uh in the pastor's house on christmas and and let me just bring this up okay because i've laid it out on the show before it was my five-step plan i'm kind of working through this stuff every day i'm thinking about it a little bit more but my plan is very simple i told you it's educate insulate separate congregate and accelerate And it starts with one, educating yourself and others. And I know many of you have been doing this over many, many, many years, right? But now I think we are able to isolate the target, what the real problem is. Before we thought it was just communists or just Marxists or just fascists or just socialists. And now I think we're able to see it as the technocratic transhumanists. I'm pretty sure that's what all of these sort of tyrannical called dystopian authoritarian movements have moved into under technocracy. And then you have the transhumanist element of that. Now you obviously false industrial revolution, which is the merger of the physical, biological and digital. So educate yourself and others. Preach to those who want to know the truth. I think don't get in arguments or destroy family relationships or relationship with customers of yours. If they don't want to be awake, that's fine. You just have to accept that. You can only control the things you can control and you can only speak to those who want to listen. Okay. So educate yourself and others. Then the second one is to insulate yourself and your family as much as possible from what is to come and what is to come all is going to be decided on based on the education uh, that you get from me and that you're doing on your own and maybe getting from some other podcasts because you have to understand the history of where this comes from what's actually happening in the present and then be able to predict what's coming in the future three years five years ten years from now Okay, so it's educate, then insulate, then you have separate. Now, I have separate yourself from densely populated areas. Now, I know some of you live in cities, you live in an apartment building, some of you can't get out of these situations, but maybe part of your future goals are to be able to separate yourself from these densely populated areas. I think it's just highly dangerous to be in a densely populated area if you think that there's some sort of uh, chaos that is going to ensue or another pandemic or supply chain issues or some kind of a financial collapse so i would say separate yourself from densely populated areas figure out how to work remotely we're going to talk a lot about that over the coming weeks so that you don't have to be 10 minutes from work or 15 minutes from work or whatever it may be all right then it's congregate. And I've said congregate with like minded folks, whether that be at first over at a platform like pain.tv slash gold. Maybe it's a Twitter DM room you're in. Maybe it's a Telegram group. Maybe it is some forum over at Reddit or a place like that. There's so many things you can do, or a Facebook group, something. And but then start to target the people that you believe to be real. This is what I do at pain.tv slash goal. This is what I do on Twitter. And then I reach out privately to these folks, and I try to eventually talk to people on the phone. And then I'm able to say, what are your plans? What are you doing? I learn from others. But try to congregate with like-minded folks in your own community if you can. And look at what I just told you. We just went to this pastor's house. Him and I are not vaccinated. I found out none of the people there were vaccinated. So now I have a group of people that one are following Christ, following God, but for the right reason all right we click on the vaccine we click on homeschool we click on this homestead environment they were asking us if we're going to put together a homestead so we're congregating with like-minded folks and hopefully as i get to know them a little bit more i will be able to preach what i'm preaching to them at the same time i'm learning from them and these are the type of folks at least right now that i seem to be getting along with we met some nice folks when we went to the christmas Receive service so talk to people congregate with people our doula has become our friend the midwives at the midwifery have become our friends our farmer farmer carol the butchers at the place where i buy all the organic meat I have become friends. I mean, some would say acquaintances. If I don't hang out with somebody and drink a beer every night, are they my friend or an acquaintance? They're part of my community. That's how I see these people. There are people that I can have a conversation with, I can laugh with, we connect on certain things, we like organic steaks, whatever it may be, but these are the folks that when I'm looking for some, hey, do you know where to get raw milk? Hey, do you know who has any goats? You know, I can go to these people. So build this community around yourself, congregate with like-minded folks. And then finally, it's Accelerate. Because the technocratic transhumanists are coming at us at warp speed with central bank digital currency, with universal basic income, with brain chips and hand chips and all this other stuff. They put their foot on the gas at the beginning of COVID land, the high school theater production. Now, you have to put your foot on the gas and really work double time to figure out your realistic goals for 2023 and then actually make those happen, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what I'm going to make happen right now? A break. I'm going to step my foot on the gas. I'm going to accelerate in to this short break. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This dust Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on TV slash gold. And my name is Dustin Gold. And you know what's great, folks, the more that I have been congregating with like-minded folks in and around this area, the more people are like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast. So they start listening to the podcast and then they actually realize that I'm crazier than they actually thought I was. No, they realize that uh, we have more in common than maybe they thought we did. You know, some of the folks that we congregate with or I am uh, attracted to. Uh, you would think are sort of backwoods, hillbillyish type people. I go out there with the, the slicked up. 1950s hair uh sometimes i'm dressed in my suit my overcoat and so i wear the sunglasses and people probably go what the hell is this guy involved with natural birth and you know into farming and stuff like that and then i they realize i'm a redneck at heart folks i'm a redneck at heart so again just start to build your own community of folks out there you can find them i mean i'm in blue maryland And these folks are all over the place, and they're looking for friends as well. So that's what I recommend you do. Now, 2023 is on the way. And one of the things I started talking about a few episodes ago was starting to really look at your income Situation: We know that central bank digital currency is on the way. So pretty much anything that operates on revenue that is passing back and forth online, right, is going to move to central bank digital currency. So one of the things I talked about was if you have a business, let's say, that operates solely on the Internet, Whether you be right now a gig worker, which 60 million people in the United States are doing gig work either part or full time, so let's say you're relying on Instacart, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, Uber Eats, Grubhub, any of this kind of stuff, any of this service-based gig work, or you... Make content like I'm doing, and you rely on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of this stuff, or you're putting out video content on YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, or you're a creative, and you're selling your services through Fiverr.com or any of the gig companies out there where you could sell web design or any of that kind of stuff, right? Whether you're a virtual assistant, you're selling your services through those good gig apps, or you're a loan processor and you're getting your work through SnapDocs, or you're working as a delivery driver for Amazon Flex, or... You are um, just an artist, an entertainer like Dan Golbach or like the comedians I used to manage and you get your work through Gigmasters or Gig Salad or you run an e-commerce business or you buy and sell goods through Amazon or eBay or Facebook Marketplace. See, you're solely relying on the technocrats not cheating. Now, they don't have to decide they don't like your politics in order to ban your account we've heard about depersoning dehumaning uh, demonetizing people deplatforming people because they supported trump or they espouse conservative values or they said they were against the idea of transgenderism uh, or they didn't stand for the lies of covid land the high school theater production so their twitter account was shut down their facebook was shut down they were no longer allowed to market their business or their paypal account or their venmo or their google wallet any of these payment processors were shut down or they lost their domain name or their website hosting but it doesn't have to be for political reasons If we are really to believe, which I do in fact believe, that all of these type of jobs, this whole industry here, people, folks out there that are making money solely off of this gig and sort of quasi gig, extended gig industry, right, are all concentrated under the hands of the technocrats. We can do this. I eventually will. I'm going to show you. All these gig companies out there are all connected at the end of the day. They're controlled by the same uh, couple of dozen folks, all right, the same technocrats. Well, they can decide at any time. I'm telling you, your account at Fiverr.com could be shut down tomorrow for no reason, no explanation. Folks, Spotify did it to Mike Moore. And he had a huge podcast. It was huge. He was making them money while he was making money, and they turned his ads off overnight. The guy I used to produce for, Douglas DeCote, he was making really decent money off YouTube ad revenue. Literally overnight, gone, vanished. He had an email list that we built at a company called Mailer Light. We had over 55,000 email addresses. Every day, we'd send out a newsletter, Updating people on what we were talking about when the new show was coming about. Uh, we used to do our model was actually fundraising around projects. We want us to go do a border documentary? This is what it's going to cost. If we reach this amount of money, we'll go do it. Well, mailer light cut him off, took his email list, shut it down like that, like nothing. Now, if, if. All of a sudden, the technocrats, let's say the idea is to make everyone broke, which we believe, which we believe is honestly the plan. I mean, taxes are not paid. Your income tax is not paid to the federal government to pay for roads and pay for the military, as they would have you believe. We're, what, 3 or $4 trillion in debt every single year? on what they spend beyond what they take in for taxes. Taxes are designed to keep you down, to keep you from saving. End of the year, they go, you owe me $14,000, boom, that comes right out of what you saved. So that's what taxes are. So if you want to believe that the man, whether the state or these so-called private sector technocrats, which are really just oligarchs, they're puppets of the state, they want to keep you down. They could end up running an algorithm that tells them, Uh, Dustin is making $100 a day on Facebook Marketplace. He's making, I don't know, $100 a day at Instacart. I don't do that or Facebook Marketplace. But he's making $250 a day on ad revenue from his podcast. And he's making, I don't know, $100 a day selling some graphic design service or stock photo at Fiverr.com. He's making $500 a day. Nope. We only want them to be able to make $200 a day. And the next thing you know, one of your accounts is shut down or your account is throttled. And and this happens with Instacart. I know this 100% to be true because I have watched it happen time and time again. I have friends that are still doing Instacart. I talk to them and it happens constantly. Where there can literally be five people standing in the parking lot and two people will see an order that they can swipe on and take to do the grocery shopping, and the other three don't see it. And and so they're not sending all the orders out to the same people. And you can go from making three dollars or $400 a day down to $100 a day with no explanation when the guy next to you makes 300 that day and you only make 100 that day. So they can throttle your account. It's like shadow banning you from seeing the orders. Now, How do you know that that's not happening at gigsalad.com if you're, uh, let's say, a singer or a comedian, that people just aren't seeing your advertisement, your profile? How do you know this isn't happening when you're selling products at Amazon? You don't know, and that's the problem because you don't own the business. You don't control anything there. I mean, you can do search engine optimization. There are certain techniques to drive up your site in the uh, search results of, say, Google. But you don't really know what the person who's Googling that you think is going to find your company is actually seeing. Your company, your website might not be seen by anyone. Why? Because we don't actually have control over it. So one of the things I've been preaching here is starting to develop a second income so whether you work for someone else and basically you go to work and as long as you do an okay job you're going to get a paycheck Uh, but let's say that's the only revenue that you have coming in or let's say you do have a business you're an entrepreneur but the majority of what you do is online like any of the stuff i just mentioned Uh, let's just say you have an e-commerce store that's a website and your money all comes from the internet well I am now of the belief that in the world that we live in, in what is coming our way in the future, you cannot rely solely on that anymore. You can't sit back and just say, I hope my job is secure, or I hope my internet business isn't throttled, or they don't turn me off in one way or another. So I think you have to focus on creating another income stream. And, and this, is not what, this is not just uh, passive income, which that we could talk about in future shows, but to create another income stream that is based on your local community that you're going to build around you. Something that you can sell, whether it be a product or a service, that you can sell okay, locally, And you could actually try to turn that into a majority cash business. We're talking, let's go back 10 or 15 years ago and build sort of a local cash business, a side hustle that operates on cash or a product or something you could barter with other folks. I mean, this is part of what I'm looking into uh, for 2023 for myself. And we're going to get more into that on the other side of the break, folks. Let me just tell you some of the things I'm working on, and then also I think furthering your education, but directing it into. Something that you can utilize, that you can sell consulting services to folks and you can utilize in your own life to be able to produce food and things like that. So you don't have to rely as much on the stores or the supply chain. So let me show you what I'm talking about. I'm going to share some of the personal things that I've been researching on my free time over the last few days With Christmas, just to give you some ideas as we're talking about solutions, because to me, this idea that we're going to change anything at a grand scale, this idea of like making America great again or restoring America or restoring the republic, it's just not realistic. When over 50% of the people in this country, if explained what technocracy was, probably would say they want it. There's probably a good 30 to 40% that won't understand it. They don't have the time. They don't care. And they'll just go along to get along. They're just going to accept what comes. And then maybe there's 0.01% that understand this. Maybe a total of 10%, if they knew about it, would be against it. But we're in the vast minority we're in the vast minority. So to think this is going to change at some grand scale or you can vote your way out of this or somehow we're going to stop it when we live in a culture of technocracy is just not realistic. It's being naive and to think that's going to happen is a complete and total waste of your time. So you have to start to make the changes in your personal life to be able to escape the matrix and escape the prison planet and to work around it and to live outside of it as much as possible, as much as you so choose. And if you make the right moves and you're realistic about this, you'll be able to do it. And guess what? If you do it, if you're able to pull out of this system, if you're able to insulate yourself and make changes, those around you will start to recognize that and then maybe maybe they will want to follow in your footsteps because you carved out a path you are the trendsetter but if you can't even do it in your own life how do you expect to go out there and try to change everyone else when you yourself aren't making the moves to make these changes in your own personal life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the dust and Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. More listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.